0: Which means what?
1: Spanish comedy with that. You can Wap. say it. WAP. It with means that WAP. Wap. Mm-hmm. Which, and that's what's crazy too. Like, I was the original WAP. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> oh, a, like, what, six months after that? That's crazy.
0: What do you think about that with the WAP song with uh, Cardi B and
1: Megan Stallion? I love that song. <laughs> love that song. Can you relate? Well that's what Mohana's
0: about. <laughs> cool. That's I'm so Miss
1: Mohada. <laughs> As people call me, I'm Miss Mohada. Thanks. But uh, yeah, so
0: Leo Black. So uh, if you're not familiar with the platform already, it's a uh, platform for artists and creatives to share their story and their journey. So we want to start with you, Camila, from the beginning to the latest, what's happening now? What's up? (laughs)
1: Um, I don't even know where to start. So um, I started doing music when I was 19. Um, But before that, I was in theater and acting gigs and a whole bunch of different stuff. but heavily doing music. And then when I was 21, um, that's when I started doing the skits. Uh, Somebody introduced themselves and said, hey, you know, I do skits. His name is G Wayne Um, and said, look, I I need more girls. And I'm like, oh, I'll try it out. And ever since that day, just my my platform has just been growing, which is great. I I love doing the comedy skits, but I miss doing the music because I feel like I haven't done the music in so long but um and now now i mean i have i'm opening up a production company right now uh it's tough because i've been trying to get the keys from the guy to actually sell me the building like everything is set in stone he just won't give me the damn keys (laughs) but other than that like i mean that's that's what's going on in my life right now
0: Okay, let's talk about what's going to be going on in this production studio. What type of content you gonna be working on?
1: Um, so there's gonna be a rehearsal stage, like a dance room. I really love the dance, just generally. Like I, I am not a great dancer, but you know, I, um, I definitely wanted to have a dance room in there. There's gonna be a podcast room, which will also be my office, so that'll be fun. Um, and then there's gonna be three to four different sets. Um, that people can come in, like photographers or videographers or whoever. Um, I haven't decided the sets yet. I know for sure I want to do one that's called The Red Room, which is inspired off of one of my songs. Um, Basically, it's like a bedroom setting. And then I want to have a 90s room, because I'm born in the 90s, and I love that era. Um, And then I was deciding between... A restaurant scene or a hospital theme? I don't know which one would sell more, um, but it's looking like we're going to go towards the hospital theme. Um, and then the last one would be an Egyptian theme. So,
0: yeah. That's lit. That's lit. Yeah, I'm, I'm always looking at spaces, um, a hotspot. To look at studios is like a peer space. So I'll be on there all the time. And I know if right. you get that on Peer Space, that'll for sure go probably get you an influencer jet popping. <laughs>
1: yeah, that's what I'm saying. So <laughs> that'd be lit. That's, that's what we're about to do pretty soon. It should be open once we start, once I got get the keys and once we start designing, I'm hoping that I'll be open next month. We'll see.
0: Okay. Let's talk about where you're from.
1: I'm born and raised in L.A.
0: Okay. What school you went to? For middle school. Because <laughs> I went to Henry Clay and Horace Mann.
1: Okay. So I, I'll say instead of L.A., I'll say Torrance. Like I'm born and raised in Torrance. Okay. Yeah. Um, when you said middle school, people won't know. I went to a private Catholic school all my life until college. So um, people won't know my middle school unless they're from Torrance. And even then, I don't think they would but i went to bishop montgomery for high school okay have you heard Um, of it
0: bishop i've heard of bishop yeah i've heard of bishop but
1: (laughs) nobody's ever (laughs) heard of these schools
0: (laughs) i know right let's talk about as far as the skits some collaborations that you've done i mean obviously the skit game is going crazy on youtube you uh you got it are following on there you got a video that's close to like 100 million views um so let's
1: talk about oh, that yeah. yeah the shorts okay yeah. so last year i guess in october i always like to follow the new trends on social media so i i'm on top of it um so instagram had came out with their version of TikToks, which was reels yeah. um i think that was like the summer yeah. And then YouTube came out with their own called Shorts. And I was one of the first people to do them, I guess. And that's why it has so many hits because since I was one of the first people to do it and and I hashtag shorts and I put it in the description and all that, YouTube favored me and sent it out as one of their main videos to introduce shorts and Yeah, I gained, so I went from 20K in October of last year to now almost 500K. All
0: right. And for up and coming YouTubers, what advice would you give them as a content creator on
1: YouTube? Oh my God, keep going. (laughs) Because because my channel, Camila Dawn, that's my second channel. Um, The first one wasn't getting monetized. I had been denied twice. And then the third time I was stuck in review for a year. And then somebody came to me and said, oh G Wayne, he came to me and said, um, start over. And 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 having, oh God, like having to start over after you just put so much time into creating a channel was hard. But it took me about a year to get back to to being monetized and now look
0: at me. So, yeah, just live. keep
1: going. That's my advice.
0: You live for sure. Um, we just had a, a creative that uh, that shouted you out during the last show that we had. Her name is Jeannie Babas. She was like, you're one of her biggest influencers, her creators on on the platform on YouTube. So,
1: she said that.
0: Yeah, she was like, she was like um, Camila. She was like, she's one of my favorites.
1: Really. <laughs> I love Jenny. I haven't talked to her in so long. Yeah, we um, we all were like we all started together, but I don't I don't think me and Jenny have ever worked together. We, we'd be around each other, but never done a video, which is crazy.
0: Yeah, yeah your inspiration out there.
1: That's so crazy. I got to hit her up. <laughs> yeah.
0: So let's talk about the uh, the process just in, in general of creating a skit or creating a short. Where do you get your inspiration from?
1: So if it's a short or a real or a TikTok, I usually do things that are like around me um, in my environment. So I come up with the this, this skit or whatever, this, the real right then and there, um, whatever in my head I visualize is funny. It just kind of honestly, it kind of just pops out. But as far as like the YouTube skits, the ones are like four four to eight minutes long. Those I take time to actually write a script to um, and and figure out exactly who I want in the script, um, what kind of characters, where I'm going to shoot it. Those take time. I actually just shot um, a series that uh, I pitched to Netflix. I'm still waiting to hear back. That's <laughs> but, a, um, OK. Yeah. Big
0: moves. You're making some power moves.
1: Yes. <laughs> um, I, I pitched to Netflix, uh, what, the beginning of last month. And so, yeah, we are just in, in review right now trying to see if, if Netflix doesn't take me on, then, you know, I'm obviously going to go to other people because I think the story, I'm not going to say what story is, but basically it was something that happened to me when I was 19. Um, so, I created the story obviously because it was it was easy. But yeah, we shot everything with six episodes. So now we just we just waiting.
0: Nice. What genre would that fit in?
1: Mm. So at first it was gonna be a dramedy. Okay. But then it kind of moved more into just being a drama, which I didn't want it to be.
0: <laughs> in your teleperio.
1: Yeah, because I'm—I don't write drama. I only write comedy. But since it was my life, and since you know, some the thing that happened to me was intense. I was like, okay, let me, let me just be more serious about it because what what happened isn't funny. So okay,
0: yeah. yeah. Let's talk about let's talk about um, some of your favorite directors. You know, you being a director producer now, stepping in that realm. What do you look up to? Are some people you want oh. to work with?
1: Directors is hard. Uh, Oh, there's so many. Um, We can talk producers. Huh?
0: Producers, too. Just anyone out there creating films or creating series.
1: Man, that's hard. That's really hard. Because
0: you can tap into, like, you know, Childish Gambino with Atlanta. We can talk Tyler Perry. We can talk Issa Rae. You know, it's a lot out there.
1: Okay, so I always say Issa Rae is my favorite creator. Because she, she started on her little, her, her, her series. She started on YouTube um, and then eventually got discovered by um, Pharrell. And like, I think that's, I mean, you know, it's inspiring for any um, person on YouTube who does what we do as creatives you know, having a series that you're really invested in and it getting picked up by or invested in by Pharrell or in just anybody, you know, I think that's pretty dope. So I love, I love Issa Rae. I started following her journey only about like, mm, like two years ago, but she- Was you tapped into Awkward Black Girl when she was on YouTube? Uh, I have never, yeah, no, I've never seen it, but no, uh, Insecure is, is definitely one of my favorite shows, and she's just so naturally funny, like, like, I, I don't, she's just, I don't know if you, have you seen the show?
0: Yeah, facts, yeah, she is.
1: Insecure? She's naturally funny.
0: <laughs> yeah. But yeah. I've seen that so film, she uh, photography, too, I like that.
1: Yeah. My boy, yeah.
0: LaKeith Stanfield, they did that.
1: Okay. Okay. Yeah, I've actually was on a, on the set of Insecure last year before COVID.
0: What is it like and, being on set of Insecure?
1: Oh my god. Um well, we had to do a it was a lot of people. It was a scene at um the Culver City stairs. So I mean, it was it was so funny because again, I'm a big Issa Rae fan. So, and I'm ne- I'm not a nervous person. I'm not shy about anything. You got like struck? Huh?
0: You got starstruck?
1: I definitely did. She was standing in <laughs> line. We were getting lunch. She was standing in, next to me, and <laughs> I, I couldn't talk to her. I was just like, "Damn, this is this is this really happening?" Like, she, my idol, is standing next to me, casually, and we in the same lunch line. I just thought that was that was crazy. But no, I didn't say nothing to her. Yeah, I was scared. <laughs> <laughs> I was not gonna lie
0: that's lit so any other producers that inspires you
1: no um, you know it's crazy because I know more about who inspires me as far as music or like actors wise than I do uh, directors or writers or producers
0: cool okay well let's talk about producers as far as music we spoke for real. I mean, obviously he influenced you, Um, he worked with Issa Um, Rae, so let's talk about producers in the music industry that you'd like to work with, if you haven't already.
1: No, yeah, no. (laughs) The main person I always say is Timbaland, because, yeah, he produced a sound for Aaliyah that um, a lot of people say, when I sing, I sound like her, so.
0: Yeah, I see that, I hear that for sure.
1: Yeah, you
0: hear it. <laughs> I hear, I hear a little bit of Aaliyah. I hear some Kalani in there. I hear a few. In artists.
1: my, in my talking voice.
0: In your music.
1: Or, yeah, have you heard my music? Yeah,
0: I checked you out. Oh, SoundCloud Spotify. <laughs> How,
1: so easy, just tap a
0: few buttons and you there. Like, come on. As long as you. Hey, know, know a, lot you're lot people,
1: a lot of people don't know that I have music. It's crazy It's like, I have it in the bio, but people don't read. Um. But yeah, no, uh, Aaliyah is one of my uh, favorite artists as far as sounds go. Um, And then Bruno Mars, of course, love Bruno Mars. Um, But no, yeah, Timbaland, I I definitely wanna work with him. Um, Shit, producers, who else? Uh, Damn, I had a whole list too, my brain. (laughs) (laughs) I can't remember at this, at this very moment, but for sure, Timbaland.
0: Okay. We talked about Ali a little bit. Um, She had a relationship with DMX. Obviously I know you heard the news what happened with DMX and uh, just send our condolences out to his family, friends, close ones, but uh, um, you have some words for DMX? You know, anybody who's listening right now, what is, how has he
1: inspired you? If you want me to complete, be completely honest um i didn't listen to dmx as most did uh he you know i love that one uh y'all going to make me lose my mind yeah <laughs> like, whatever he says in the in the song but other than that like what these bitches you know
0: I, from a nigga
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah i um I actually just started reading about him today. If I'm being completely honest, and and why he was so uh, loved, and why that like, people call him a legend. Like when Nipsey Hussle died, I didn't know. Did from him. L.A.? Are you serious? I'm dead. I'm
0: dead ass. <laughs> I'm, I'm serious. How could yeah. you not hear about Nipsey Hussle being from L.A. though? How do?
1: You, I knew How, him how, how do you miss for, your radar? I I knew him more for being with. Lauren London than I knew him as a, an artist only because I'm not I'm not
0: uh, like you don't really listen to rap like that yeah
1: yeah okay. hip hop isn't really my thing I'm I'm more R and B old school uh, type so that's that's why but um reading into Dmx today. I kind of understood why, and I was reading comments, and people said like, "You never ever heard anything, uh, or anybody say anything bad about him," Um, and that he was, as far as like, like even the prayers that he he would do, like on Instagram Live and when he did the verses, and um, you know, before different shows, the bad somebody's reunion, uh, the Millennium reunion, or whoever it was. Um, he inspired people to become better people, and I and I like that. Like again, I I didn't know much about him, which is sad <laughs> before he before or when he was alive. But now I kind of understand why.
0: Okay, for sure. Um, let's talk a little bit more about your music or your visuals. Um, you're obviously you're not doing only shorts and skits. You got some music videos too. That are well-directed. Mm-hmm. Uh, one that stood out in particular is the Mahata
1: music video. <laughs> yeah. So let's talk <laughs> about that. How did that come about? The song or the video? Both. Okay, so I was working with this guy. His name is Pendrick. Great, great songwriter um, and artist. So we were doing a a, a collab as so far as songwriting goes and uh, I was dealing with a situation at the time with this one guy, <laughs> and and then I had went to the club that night or the night before, and so basically, Mojada was written off of a club experience and and me dealing with a certain guy. So I don't even know like Mo, Mojada, the actual like Spanish part. I don't know how that came about. <laughs> I just said I want to do. I, I've always wanted to do a like a spanish something. So I hit up this uh one of my Dominican uh friends, which is crazy. I met him on Instagram. We never met. But I hit him up. I said, "Yo, I need I need somebody to translate some words." And that word was your cat. <laughs> I don't know how uh how uh, a parental advisory your your show is. So I'm going to just say the cat. <laughs> So I asked him to translate that for me, and that's how we got Spanish mommy with that Tota Mojada.
0: Which which means what?
1: Spanish mommy with that. You can wap. say it. WAP. It means that WAP. Mm-hmm. Like, which, and that's what's crazy, too. Like, I was the original WAP, <laughs> literally. <laughs> like, what, six months after that? That's crazy.
0: What do you think about that with the WAP song with uh, Cardi B and
1: Megan Thee Stallion? Love that song. <laughs> love that song. Can you relate? Well, that's what <laughs> Mojada's about. <laughs>
0: Thanks. Cool. I'm Miss
1: Mohada. <laughs> As people call me, I'm Miss Mohada. Thanks. But uh, yeah, so so that's how that came about, and then the the vi- the video. The video didn't come out exactly how I wanted it to, except for the part of me in the little shower thing. Yeah. When I'm wet, that's the only part that I like out of that whole video. The rest of it, we were going in the beginning of COVID when I shot that video, literally like a day or two before everything shut down. So my resources for the scenes that I had in my head, uh, I wasn't able to use besides that rain room. So we we made it work though, but if I ever get the chance to redo that video, I will. And the leading guy, everybody don't notice, but my leading guy was actually supposed to be Tay Diggs.
0: You got Tay Diggs in there.
1: He was supposed to be.
0: What happened with he- that?
1: He couldn't uh, make it work with the schedule because he was filming All American. Okay. But so I- um, the producer, the producer that was um, on my my thing, she was a writer, I think, for All American, and she was really close with Tay. And he said he would do it, like, and with and no payment either. He was going to do that shit for free. <laughs> That's what's so crazy. But then I was like. Do I really want to have Tay Diggs? Like, I mean, no, no disrespect. I love Tay Diggs, but he's a little little older, a little seasoned. <laughs> so I don't know. I might have I felt like it would have thrown off the video.
0: Did you get to meet him beforehand?
1: No. I was gonna meet him that day.
0: Okay. Absolutely. And as uh, far as the music video, the directors, I mean obviously there was a budget in there from choreography, the wardrobe, you know, everything. How did how did that happen as far as just writing that and it coming about? Did you film in LA, the location?
1: Yeah. Everything was in LA. We had a, uh we had two different places. So FD Studios, is what we use for the rain room. And then the one where the dancers are choreographed, that was also at, at, at the FD Studios. It was in the same building. Um, and then the other one was at a, a house. So we used the kitchen and then we used a little small portion of the house to make it look like a club. <laughs> so mad. <laughs> so embarrassing people don't even like realize how much I really went I I went through a lot because I pay everything out of pocket like yeah. anything that I do I always pay out of pocket I'm the executive producer I'm the director I'm the writer I'm the singer I'm everything so yeah
0: I tried to write book, let's talk about your situation are you independent right now are you signed distribution how's it going right now the music side? Yeah, I'm independent okay I know that I know the label's knocking on the door
1: no <laughs> um you know I've had opportunities where people want to you know bring me under their wing and do artist development but I don't I mean we we tried it and it just never really worked out so I just decided just for now I mean and it sucks because like I love doing music but I don't have, like all the resources I had when I was 19, I don't have those connections anymore, due to me not having their number or whatever, um, or they moved. So it's hard, it's tough because I want to get back into the music game, but right now I just I'm focused on you, the YouTube, social media, and well, traveling too. I'm in school and uh, the production company I'm opening.
0: Okay. And what what are you taking up in school, what you majoring in?
1: Um, I'm getting my MBA.
0: Your master's? Yep. Congratulations. And what you majoring in? Is there a major when you get your MBA?
1: MBA is business.
0: Business, right? Okay, MBA. All right. Awesome. And that's going to cover like business in the entertainment industry. Or are you just looking to open up like a franchise and keep moving that um, way? Real cool. estate. How are you looking to move when you get when you get that MBA?
1: Well, so getting the MBA was always that. After I got the MBA, I was going to open up the production company, but I don't. I've been doing business since I was eighteen. I ran my own nannying service for like five to six years before I turned to doing social media, uh, full-time. So I mean, I've always done business and getting my MBA. I just, I wanted, I went to went to went back to school so I could learn, you know, like doing contracts and how to do deals and, and different, like I'm going for management, but I mean, I, you learn all that you you're, you get self taught anyway by doing it over and over again, you know. Facts. Yeah, but so far I haven't learned any of that.
0: <laughs> yeah, it just it's very broad. Then yeah. just kind of able to consolidate all the information from there. That's what's up though. That's lit. You lit. So it's, for it sounds like you already know the business. You just want that under your belt just so it looks good on paper. Mm-hmm.
1: Not even that, just like, you know, just in case, say, five, ten years from now, who knows, the economy crashes and we no longer have social media. I okay. don't know. <laughs> um, if Social media just disappears that I got something to fall back on. Facts, facts.
0: Um, let's talk a little bit about music. Uh, we spoke on Bruno Mars, being a big inspiration of yours. Uh, mm-hmm. How has Bruno Mars inspired you?
1: That man is just awesome. Like <laughs> he plays a whole bunch of instruments. He's original. No one is doing, well, some, some artists, but like like the old school funk, like I, I previously stated that I love old school music. So by him having a live band and just and having fun and dancing, like I've been to two of his uh, concerts. One we was at the Staples Center and we were up close and whatever. It was cool, good time, whatever. The second one that I went to, this man had everybody put their phones away, like locked up, couldn't open it until after the show. I was hurt <laughs> because it's like I paid all this money so I could go back later and watch it. But I mean, I know some comedians do that. They don't want people to, you know, record them. I, and I yeah. get that.
0: Because if they're on tour, it's like they'll upload it and people who haven't seen the show, they'll get to see the show before, you know, before going that. or, you know, maybe but, it'll prevent tickets from selling because they can just find it on YouTube or whatever.
1: Right. And they've already heard the jokes or whatever. I And right. I get that. As a comedian, I understand that. But as an artist, we've already heard your songs.
0: Yeah. Like, if anything, that'll make you want to go even more if you see it.
1: Yeah, we've seen you perform. We we know what you're gonna do. We just like we as I don't know seeing your favorite entertainer on stage is just in person is is some is is better. So it's like I don't know why he had everybody lock up their phones, but whatever. Yeah,
0: and speaking of concerts, what has been some of your favorite concerts, Martin? That you've been to? Uh,
1: Chris Brown. Chris Brown, of course. He's like the
0: entertainer of all entertainers. Was it about Chris Brown concert that did it for you?
1: Uh, I was twelve years old. <laughs> so, was this like the screen tour or something? Two Chris Brown concerts. But the first one I went to, I was twelve and I went with my mom and I was so mad at her because, you know okay so here's okay so here's the stage right okay there okay there's the stage and then we're all the way well I don't know why do I did this okay so here's the stage and we're all the way over here I'm pissed at my mom like damn I can't even see the guy but I'm like okay cool whatever and then you know that song take you down
0: of course yeah okay she covered your eyes
1: I don't know if you remember when he first came out, that song and was performing it, but he was like in all black and he was on like this, like like moving platform thing. It was a circle and he was just dancing on it. And, but he was like, he was, what are those things called when you're strapped in? He was strapped in basically, yeah. but he was able to like thrust. <laughs> Man, I fell in love that day. <laughs> Yeah. that man that man yeah, yeah. plus up.
0: the energy in those places i mean he was not even in stadiums back then so pretty sure the right. energy was crazy like
1: yeah because he he, he had moved from being all the way over there to being literally like <laughs> right in front of me I'm like wow so he just so okay he's putting on a show with the people in the back i love it
0: <laughs> lit lit Okay, okay. Yeah. Um. Yeah, so, I mean, we covered a lot. Is there any upcoming projects you're working on right now that you want to speak about?
1: No, I mean, Soul Tide, the, the series that I, I spoke about that is going to Netflix. Yeah. That one, we still have one more episode to film, but um, I'm waiting because I don't want to, to me, it's like, okay, if it doesn't get approved with Netflix or Amazon Prime or whoever we sh- uh, shop it to, And it just goes up on YouTube. I just feel like it's too good to be on YouTube. That's just how I feel.
0: You can go for YouTube TV. I mean, you're already on YouTube, so you can you can subscribe it to YouTube TV, you know, and still get paid that way. That's true. That's just like another Netflix.
1: That's true. But but again, it's like the same thing if I'm already uploading it, you know. I don't know, that's just how I feel. Anyway, so Soul Tide, uh, we're still working on that one. And then as far as any other projects go, no, I'm just doing, I, I sat down with my um, my camera guy and I told him like, we are going to, all next week, all next month, everything, like every week we will film for four hours max, um, two to three skits and just knock them out so I have them. But I don't have anything like written out right now. Okay,
0: but let's talk about the pandemic. Has it helped you or hindered you from creating?
1: Um, honestly, if I wanna be completely honest, uh, like 2020 was my best year. I made the most money that I've ever made in my life. Um, and I guess that's just because a lot of people were home, so they're bored. So I, I would say sacrifice myself to go out and still do content for people. Like I went to Vegas. Um, I went to Houston, no, it was, uh, Dallas. I went to God, I went, to, I went everywhere. <laughs> There's so many places. I went to Tulum. There were so many different places that I went to last year. Um, so I could vlog in it and have people who are home, sad or happy or whatever the hell they were and had content. And my numbers were just going, especially after that um, 100 mil video hit. So yeah, 2020 was my best year. And then also, too, like with school, Cal State LA, the school I go to, they uh, never had been online before. Mm-hmm. And I prefer doing classes online, how I'm always on the move. Yeah. Um, they were the last school to go online because they were just like, we don't want to. Then they were forced to. So it's my best year. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely yeah.
0: my best year. That's lit. And we spoke about some collaborations. You've been able to travel while doing it. Um, your favorite creators to collab with?
1: Um, my favorite creators that I've <coughs> collected in the past uh, would be Big Jaw. Big Ja, okay. Big I miss him. I miss him so much. Like, why do
0: you miss him? He's not, he's still working out
1: there, right? He's still in LA, he, right? We haven't worked in a while. He's so busy. Um, who else have I worked with? I love uh, Nick and let's, Patty Wag.
0: Let's talk about Big Jaw a little bit because I met okay. Big Jaw, that's the homie. So, um, mm-hmm. what's Big Jaw process like, and why is he one of your favorite caterers to work with?
1: He's very humble down to earth you just get like this energy like a really good energy being around him and that's what i like i like good energies um but yeah no it's just just been a really long time since i've since we worked i've seen him but we haven't worked in a while but yeah no and and his content he's just he's somebody who's very consistent like even though he's working and he's He's traveling to do his uh, comedy shows and he's on Netflix now and doing all this stuff. He's still putting out content for the people. And that's what I love. So, yes, Big Jobs, one of my favorites.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, somebody who I haven't worked with, though, that I would want to. Ooh. That's tough. I feel like I worked with a lot of people that I like. When I when when I was first starting out, there were so many people. I had so many people that I I, I had on my list, but I worked with most of them. Hmm. Uh, yeah. When I, I
0: have to talk about in the YouTube world, we can talk about if they're on Netflix too. You know, if they if they got a series going.
1: Well, I you definitely know, we gotta, yeah. I We got I got work with
0: Lisa. Lisa, thanks.
1: That's Spoiling a goal Lisa. for. Sure. um now you mean creators or do you mean like uh, yeah, actresses
0: actors? creators
1: um Spend it would be a dream. universe it would be a dream of mine to work with uh taraji
0: taraji p henson okay baby boy yeah. <laughs> she's in a lot of yeah. stuff besides that like she's definitely grown a lot since then but i can't help but think about baby boy when i think about <laughs> Yeah, she yeah. did her thing in that. She did her thing. And she's yeah, still love, killing.
1: I uh I would say another one, Crazy Self, uh Tiffany Haddish.
0: Tiffany Haddish. She's, she lit.
1: She's crazy. Um, I like to work with Kevin Hart. I feel like Kevin Hart it would just be like making me laugh the entire time. Like he just seems I mean, I don't know, you never know these people. Like yeah. <laughs> you never know like their character from um, on screen to off screen but I've never heard anything bad about Kevin besides the whole cheating thing <laughs> I've never heard anything what, bad about him.
0: What do you think about that do you think he deserves a second chance after cheating? Do men deserve a, a second chance after cheating in general no matter what the excuse is?
1: If we get into that that's going to be a whole <laughs> a whole other thing Um I've personally have taken back people that have cheated
0: and is that because you cheated too
1: definitely not no definitely not um no i just think that you know i feel like okay you made a mistake we'll figure it out but for me how i am i'm always gonna bring it up and and it's, it's never going to go away in my head. Like, I can't, I won't, That's so then it's a problem. And then it's like the relationship's done because after you do that, it's like a, the ultimate betrayal in my head, you know? Okay.
0: So when that happens, is there a legitimate excuse or it just depends on how much you love that person if you choose to stick no, around no, or not?
1: It's no excuse. What? So it just
0: depends on how, how, what your feelings like for that person. Could yeah. you go without them or not?
1: Yeah. I've taken back somebody uh multiple times. That wasn't like cheating consistently, but it was like a, with the same person.
0: Was it somebody from his past, like his baby mama or
1: something like that? Yeah, see then see then if we if we get into that, that'll be part of Soul Tide. So <laughs> <laughs> I don't wanna get into it, but
0: I mean we can drop exclusive right now on the Leo Black show what's up, give us some gems. You know,
1: nope no no no. I don't want to say anything about Soul Tide because it's it's too sacred of a project for me to just be like yeah so this is what it's about when actually why could because it is copywritten but no I want to um I want to keep it locked
0: yeah for sure um speaking of Kevin Hart like you know your story reminds me a little bit of his how you kind of turned. Your drama into a comedy because he came out with the uh, the stand up show "Laugh at My Pain." You know, it was strictly and even after that, like his story being like being a cheater and everything. He came out with a stand up of that too. So, just being able to turn that into comedy says a lot you know, about your character. You know, and you just like you can't take shit that serious. And you know, it, at the end of the day, people can relate. You know, and it's good that you can put it out. in the universe as a creator for other people can look at it and be like, you know what, I'm gonna get over this, you know, I'm gonna get over this hump, you know, it's not a serious, it's not like life-ending type of situation, so that's yeah. good that you're able to kind of translate that for people who are not as a creator.
1: Thanks.
0: Yeah, um, for sure, Let, so let's, uh, let's drop some links right now. Uh, first, before we get on to that, let's, uh, let's talk about, because you spoke a little bit about, um, you know, relationships and all that. So let's talk about Camila's type, you know, Camila's down type. You you date entertain guys in entertainment or the nine to five type of guy? What type of guys are you into?
1: I mean, as a recent, without my knowledge, I'd be dating people that are broke, but we're we not going to get into that?
0: <laughs> does that. Does that matter, though, or is it about love? Can you deal with a guy who's going through financial issues? I can deal least- with
1: somebody. That is broke. I cannot deal with somebody that does not want to be in a relationship, but is continuously asking me for money. That's what I cannot deal with. Oh, okay. So you was dealing with somebody who was basically leeching off of you. Who was my, I was his ATM. Yes. Damn.
0: Okay. And, uh, and what's the legitimate excuse for that? Could it be just like, Hey, I need, I need some, I need some bread. I'm gonna pay you back. It's just to, until I get back on no. my feet. Was this person not self-motivated to go out and get a job and earn money on his own? Or he was just like in a space where
1: he (laughs) That's the (laughs) thing, he had a job. (laughs) He had a job. Yeah. Or he had a job.
0: So what was it for you that was like, I'm gonna let you, I'm gonna let you borrow some bread even though you got a job?
1: He came to me and said that, you know, he was broke. I'm like, okay, I already knew that. (laughs) And I said Well, there's there's
0: levels to being broke. Broke is like, because you said he had a job. We're talking about pockets of lint broke or like I got an overhead that's just killing me even though I make money.
1: I don't know what... um, I asked him, like, are you not getting paid? He was a boxer. So I asked him, like, what do you, like, you know, what's your agreement at the boxing gym? And apparently... So, all the fights, which I think this is a, like a complete lie, all the fights that he had, which were in uh, Mexico, um, any fight that he had coming up, all the money that he makes at the gym would go towards the fight. And I'm like, so you're not getting paid at all. That's what you're saying. You're working there literally 12, 12 to 14 hours a day, slaving yourself, and you're not getting paid.
0: Yeah it was, was the D just that bomb I mean obviously it's he's not. an athlete so he was in, he was in great shape.
1: <laughs> it's not that at all we weren't even have, we weren't doing it like that um because he was always in training and apparently when you're a boxer you are not supposed to look I, I was bullshit ass lies <laughs> <laughs> the entire situation um but no I mean I, I could honestly talk about that situation all day and I'm not going to. 'Cause I feel like energy to that is just a no. But um you asked the question earlier. What type of guys are you into? Yeah. <laughs> um loyal, <laughs> supportive. Um shoot. Has a job. <laughs> I don't know. Just I'm honestly the basic. Can can has good communication skills and is has some type of humor. So I don't really ask for much, honestly. Like, I don't care if you dead broke, you at least are doing, you know, things in the relationship that better yourself. And, you know, I can't speak on other people, but it is what it is. Facts,
0: facts. Okay. <laughs> so, do you believe in like, uh, like zodiac signs, like the compatibility of, of zodiac signs? Yeah. Your zodiac sign and who are you compatible with. Let's put that out in universe. I'm a Leo. Lit, okay. <laughs>
1: yep.
0: Yeah. So, who are you compatible with?
1: Well, I know I'm not compatible with Pisces. I do not <laughs> like Pisces. <laughs> Pisces are the worst, um, and just like just just like just an LA boy, <laughs> that boy for like a whole month was going off about Pisces, and I agree with every single thing he said. Um, but I think all the fire signs I'm compatible with: uh, Sagittarius and Aries, yeah. and Lib- Libras. Um, I think that's it. <laughs> Right. I haven't experienced all the zodiac signs, so I'm not too sure. But those are the ones I know for sure.
0: Okay, um, you spoke up on Justin LaBoy. Obviously, everybody heard about that Sweetie Quavo situation. What are your feels about that?
1: I don't, was it true that Migos beat him up?
0: Oh, uh, Justin LaBoy,
1: I'm not sure about just- that. But just about
0: uh, Quavo and Sweetie breaking up because of Sweetie went on the show with their ex, which is uh, Justin p diddy's son
1: oh that's her that's her ex
0: yeah you didn't know that
1: no
0: yeah i didn't know that they used to date that was a, oh. that was a big factor in that i'm not saying that was everything obviously like the elevator fight came out and everything um did you see that
1: Oh, I, I did i did see that but i did not know that uh justin combs what <laughs> and sweetie dated <laughs> okay um
0: yeah this was before icy even popped off before sweetie like really came up they used to date wow
1: how long ago well not how long ago how long were they together
0: i'm not sure i don't know all the details but they used to date before she like struck fame in in the industry i
1: gotta look that up i had no idea um what do i think about that whole situation I don't i don't want to be in other people's business like I don't I mean but
0: you you just being in a in the entertainment industry would that be a no- go for you if if your current boyfriend went on the show with his ex you know and they they're gossiping about relationships and everything and you just you didn't have no involvement in it
1: I feel like he knew like I don't think that he didn't know that that was not gonna
0: happen yeah but it that is ironic wrong. that it Mm-hmm.
1: That they broke up like a, a day or two after. Yeah, they probably were already broken up. Right. Like, like I don't think that they was already, they were still together at that time. I think that was like the icing on the cake when she did that. He was they. That's when it was like, okay, she might have been petty about it, honestly. Yeah. So I, can have that. I mean, yeah, that who knows. Uh, now, if we and the person are on good terms and you go and uh, do a, a show with your ex, I would feel some type of way. If we we're on good terms and we're on bad terms and we about to finish break up, and I'm like, okay, that is a stab in the back, but good luck to you. Take care.
0: <laughs> take care. <laughs> like the Drake album, huh? <laughs> yeah.
1: Take, take care. <laughs>
0: And what about the elevator situation? Would that be a deal breaker for you?
1: We still don't even know who uh, or what happened. Like I'm getting more of, she went to go get her things back from him or something she had bought from him. And and he wasn't trying to get, to, he wasn't, that's like Indian giving. Um, so she was trying to be petty once again and go and get her whatever she bought him. And then she hit him. And that's when they started tussling in the elevator. And that's when she fell. So.
0: So do you look as, at that like an accident or was that abuse?
1: Yeah. Um, if it was how I just described it, then I would think that would be an accident. But I don't. I feel like if it was, if it was abuse, like after, you know, she fell or whatever, I feel like. Because he didn't know the camera was there until he looked up, right? So. He had chilled. He wasn't doing anything. After she fell, he just stayed there. If it was abuse, he probably would have, you know? <laughs> Whammed a couple good ones. Or maybe not. I don't know. Because then he knew that it would, regardless, be bad. Who knows? Yeah. I don't know. It's a tough one. <laughs> it's facts.
0: Yeah, the word just came out. I think it was like yesterday that he repossessed the Bentley. He <laughs> finally repossessed the Bentley. So is that Ben Petty? Taking the Bentley back after your relationship ends?
1: I thought it was a lamb that he took back.
0: It was a belly. It could be a lamb too.
1: Yeah, that just one came general out. General,
0: you know, about taking taking your car back after you gifted it. I mean,
1: yeah, I feel like that is only because if I'm coming back to get whatever I I'm trying to get back from you, and you tussle with me about it, but then when you're you're repossessing the cars, and I'm just letting you do it, I think that that's like. I don't know. It's too, it's too much. That's that all that's all that's just too much. That's too petty. That's too that's too much drama for me.
0: Yeah. So let's. if fight.
1: I wanted to, if I wanted to, the broke dude that I was dealing with, I gave him a lot of stuff, a lot of gifts, right?
0: Yeah.
1: If I wanted to be petty and still be in that person's life, I guess, sorta, like having some type of communication with them. Um, I would have been petty. I would have been like, yeah, let me get them shoes back. Let me get them headphones back. Like, give, send me the $1,200 back. Send me... You know, I would have did... Damn,
0: you get a nigga a whole stimulus check.
1: <laughs> I I gave that, man, a lot of different things. That boy... I gave that boy a lot of different things. But now we're here.
0: <laughs> yeah. All right, cool. Let's talk about the name Camilla Don. Where did it come from? Is that your government name or...
1: <laughs> Camila, Camila, yes, that is my government name. Dope. Well, Miladon is the name I go by. Yeah. But YouTube, since I had to start over, I had to do Camila Don.
0: Okay. Miladon. Yeah, Don
1: for sure. Miladon channel, so yes, Miladon is my is my stage name. It's everything that I do. It, but it is also my name.
0: Lit. Hey, that's dope, mm-hmm. Miladon. Keeping it real. Um so for for all the fans you just garner right now from the Leo Black Show, let's drop some links, keep us updated. We following you now. We tapped in. So
1: Liddy Lit. Um, I mean, yeah, you can follow me, Mila Don. Mila Don M-I-L-A-D-A-W-N, all one space, like Danny Lay. <laughs> um everywhere, everywhere. Snapchat, Instagram, Twitter, you well, not YouTube. YouTube's Camila Don. <laughs> Um, but yes that that is the name everywhere
0: all right Mila Dawn thank you so much for all that you do Uh, like I said we tapped in we follow you now appreciate you have a going until next time
1: all right bye (laughs) y'all